what's up everybody welcome back to music monday on thursday it's your boy hugo infinity and we got liddy yeah so you pause you're supposed to you're supposed to like you're like you like the boy liddy yeah liddy over here and hugo infinity yeah uh Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Drake and uh, a new up-and-coming artist, Young OG. You know, good, have a good balance between it. We got a well-known artist. Everyone, you know, obviously knows Drake. Um, not a lot of people have heard of Young OG. So, um, we'll, we'll start with Drake. Um, which one of Drake's albums did you, would you say was one of your favorite? Um, I like the... I think my favorite would have to be Take Care. One, I was really like, uh, I was stuck on that one for a good while, so I had to say that one. Yeah. Like Any uh, songs that stuck out in particular? Um, man, uh, let me see. If I'd say my favorite song off of that, would have to be. Um, it was, uh, what was it? I think one of my favorite was. Crew Love. Yeah. Yeah, because it had it was like the first time I had ever heard of the weekend and actually one of the reasons I started listening to the weekend. Okay. Yeah, the weekend did do do pretty good on that song with Drake. He really added a lot to that song. Yeah, when it first came out, nobody knew like his name wasn't even on the credits. I think I might have heard like like one or two of the songs, yeah. but I'm not too sure. Yeah. Or another, another one of my other ones that I really liked was, uh, damn, I think it was Lord Knows with Rick Ross. Oh yeah, that was a pretty good one. That one, that one, because uh, he had that like kind of gritty vibe to that one. Yeah, he. I don't know why him and Rick Ross mixed well. Yeah. Yeah, they I think yeah, I think uh, honestly, like if I did have to pick one, I think Take Care did stand out to me too. Um, because it featured a lot of a, pretty, a lot of good songs on there, uh, and a lot of them. That's that's kind of you know, I, I, a lot of people say that was Drake's peak. I'm not gonna really gonna uh, you know agree with that, deny that. But I feel like it did really cement his career in the music industry. Yeah. Because he had tracks like you know, uh, practice, make me proud, uh, Marvin's room. That was a big hit. Marvin's oh, yeah. room, everyone. Underground Kings. That was that to me. That was one of my favorite. Cause he was really well with that one. Um, Shot for me. Yeah. I think I liked the uh, uh, HYFR. Hell yeah, fucking right. Hell Lil yeah. Lil Wayne. He, he really, yeah, because that one was catchy, you know. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, hell like yeah. Every party I went to, like when that shit was popping, that shit was like at all the parties. Everybody. That, I think that's what it was, was Take Care was a very hype. Not really, it was, yeah, it was pretty hype, you know. It, it was like a, a, a very upbeat, not upbeat, but like. I don't know. There's something about it that that really brought people together. It's like it was it was a very uh, easy to vibe to. Is I guess what I'm, I'm trying to say. It's like he, he had a lot of good vibes on this album. He had a lot of good energy. Yeah. Um, and it really, like I said, like um, and he really had a variety. Like I said, you know, like, um, people would, would be dancing along to uh, like other uh, all of these other songs, like Hell Yeah, Fucking Right, or um, or Underground King. Well, no, they're but that's like kind of gritty but like headlines like 
um, the other songs like Marvin Jum and Shot for Me, they were like more talking about uh, like doing it wrong, talking about like his past and his ex and all that. Like he he mixed it up to where he had something for everybody. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. Like I got I, like even the deep stuff was really good. Like Marvin Jum and like, you know all that stuff. Was, like that was I I ate that shit up. Like I was on it. I was like, damn, this is good. Yeah. I felt like he was still showing people the real him. And now it's kind of like it's different now. It is different. I feel like it's more casual now. Before he was really hungry for it, and he really had to like, you know, cement his name. But now, he, like, he 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 said he he made it. Like, but he, like uh, he, he can say he he made it to where he needed to get. You know, so he he over getting that residual. You know, mm-hmm. um, what do you think about his original album? Um, thank you later or thank me later. I actually uh, that's the one that made me like listen to Drake. Like when he first popped on, you know what I mean. With uh, every girl in the world. Yeah, actually, okay. Now this might this one might have been my favorite. Um, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a close competition between the two, uh, because you know you have Thinking Later, which has songs like Fireworks or Felicia Keys, The Resistance, Over, oh, like oh that one song I've been up all night, whole crew's in here. Cause yeah. I don't really know who I'm gonna lose this year. Like that. Uh, okay, now this. Like, never mind. I, I'm gonna I'm go ahead and, and go thank me later. He even had a light up. Like, um, he had a lot of good ones on this one. Never mind. When he, I have when, he first, when he first came out, he was popping. Like everything he put out was fire. And and uh, you know what I mean. But, yeah, no, yeah. This is definitely my favorite. I think that his first album was probably definitely. Like, favorite because he didn't have the mixtape that i was confusing thank me later with his mixtape but um i think that was comeback season that i got confused with yeah. thank me later yeah this one was my definitely my favorite i jammed to this for i, I still sometimes jam to these songs yeah um, I because know, i don't know why I, I, I can't go back and listen to them anymore no but probably because i played them so much I think for me, it's more uh, for the memories the songs are tied to because I listened to them like way back in the day. I think it was like middle school, high school. I don't even know how long it's, it's been. Yeah. But so I have a lot of memories tied to these songs. So I think that's what it is for me. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I guess yeah. I guess personally, thank me that is my favorite. But um, um, quality wise, take care is probably you know like uh, I have to give my my vote to that. Yeah. Nothing with the set. That's pretty good. And then I feel like after that, he kind of started getting come I don't know I don't know what it is because views I'm not too sure uh, about I feel views. like it became more business for him yeah it came more about um, money yeah you're actually about making money it's, it's more about like the, the hits making like hits like he had one dance on there and that was very that was that did good but um, I feel like it's more about he's just He's seeing what he can do with it now. Before it was more authentic. He was just doing what he did best. Now he's experimenting with the music, adding like uh, the dance, dance hall music and all that. Yeah. And so that's where he started, like kind of like just just playing around with it because he had he, he now he can you know he can do he can exp- he can make he can drop a song about anything and people are gonna listen to it just because it's great you know yeah he's a brand himself you know yeah. Um. So speaking about a celebrity you know do you do you feel like you know comparing this compare Drake to Eminem because you see Eminem and, and how his career played out you know he was very big he, he really made a huge impact on the hip-hop culture but now you see him slowly do you feel like Drake is the next one to phase out or do you feel like he still has a few more years on him 
I think he he has mastered the the catchy hook, which um, which will keep him in the game for a while. Sure, because Eminem was more about bars and, and yeah, lyrics. Yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, pretty much. And Eminem, he kind of he kind of went the opposite way. He went more with like his new album stuff. He went like more like he would uh, back in the day. He would talk about you know he would just talk trash about like pop artists and now he's like doing every song he has with the pop artist yeah so like, alright like uh, uh, you know anyone who's out there I suggest listening to Underground King and that that was a very gritty for you know what let me let me look up some lyrics for that because I feel like that's a very important song in Pig's career I don't know why that song stands out so much to me I think it's because he had just went, you know, just bar for bar. He had no, that's a song he had no chorus on. Um, he he just, like I said, he was just spitting some some heavy lyrics. So, hold on just one second. Hold on, look at these lyrics. It's like, um, if you lose, yeah, in this game, you only lose when you fight back. Um, you know, yeah, no, hold up. He's like, I, uh, I said I'd say it all on the right track, but in this game you only lose when you fight back. And like I don't know, some shit like he used to be like when he was first getting into the industry. Yeah. And he started like seeing it for what it was, and he was still trying to stay. He wasn't he wasn't trying to sell out yet. He was still trying to like stay true to who he was. Um, and he was still very like very authentic. But like I said, nowadays it's like he'll, he'll just do what's gonna make him some money, you know? Yeah. Oh, and like, like I think there was a lot of songs I really liked from him back in the day, like, uh, like uh, what was that one? Was it four? Was it four AM in Houston or? Four AM in Dallas. Yeah, there's that one. Yeah, he just has some. He has some. You know what I mean? And they're just they're just caught, like they're, they're just something that like he just put his own sound you know what he wanted to sound like you can see so people can tell like, I, I haven't listened to drake for a while but honestly he he was a huge influence on my music career like i like drake was one of the the artists that i listened to like heavy like i was like, an actual fan like i feel like all his music type of shit yeah like not anymore but like back in the day when i was growing up, like i said um and so you can hear when it's like an authentic Drake song or it's like a ghostwriter or like a just a quick hit, you know? Yeah. And that's one of the things like I was so like Drake was my favorite rapper and then, you know, things started changing and stuff, so like you know, I, mean, I, I had to change somebody else because I was like, nah. He's it's just not the same. But see, you can also see that happen on a smaller scale of other artists like um let's go to young OG because uh yes you had seen some of the songs that I sent you, right? Yeah. Um, there's one in particular that he made three years ago. It was called "Walking on Fire." Yes. Uh, what do you think about that song, real quick? I thought it was. I thought it was fire. I really liked. Uh, I I never. I wasn't able to find out her name, but the chick that, that was singing that song, she she had a voice. Oh yeah, I'm telling you. Like for anyone that hasn't heard a young OG, um, look up the song "Walking on Look Walking on Fire." Um, he has a different name under it though. I, for, I forget. I think it's Oscar or something. Um, it's so Walking on Fire. It's it's an amazing song, and he, it was very you know. I feel like it was very raw. You know, it was just you know just very soulful. But but then you have uh, 
what was the next song? You have um, City That Made Me, which is where I, I discovered him, where I started hearing more of his music, which is he's talking about Dallas, you know, North Dallas, North Dallas, North Dallas, Texas, the city that raised me. Like, um, what do you think about that song? Did you, you get a chance to hear that one? Yeah, I heard that one also. Uh, I thought it was, it was dope. It was like a... We can still tell earlier on in his career. Yeah, you know, and I busted. Yeah, that's right. I feel like it's it him, like, trying to show who he is. And then now you have songs like um, Why and uh, that I Get the Bag Freestyle. Those two were, like, were real good. I thought he had some bars. What do you think about those, the recent ones he made? Uh, I thought the, both of those were fire. I heard him and I was like, dang, like he he's really good at the uh, the triplets. Yeah, like he he really got that down. Um, um, just like with that one line, why do these niggas be rapping like gangsters and killers, but how do they be homie protecting their fate? Um, something like that. He does it real quick, and this is the way he does it. And um, so yeah, so you also see like this growth within his music. So on a smaller scale, you can see that. You know, artists when they're first starting out, you know, they, they have that that very raw sound, and as the years go by, they start becoming more defined. Yeah. But at, at what point does growth become selling now? At what point, you know, are you, are you really growing and just you know expanding your ability? And at what point are you just doing what other people want you to do? Mm. I think. You, you, yeah, I think uh, with I think that's all up to the artist, like. Don't like I feel like you shouldn't do anything that you're not comfortable with doing. But if you feel comfortable doing something, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So like you know, like we we'll say Drake sold out, but I feel like he's real comfortable making all that money, you know? Like yeah. and other artists, you know, like a lot of other artists underground, like team like team backpack artists, they're staying underground because they don't wanna sell out. You know, they they don't wanna give up the creative control. So that's why a lot of them, you know, they still have notoriety. They still, you know, they still probably make living off the music, but they haven't hit that mainstream success because they're not willing to give everything up just yet, you know. Yeah. So that that brings on the question, you know, if you were faced with a decision, let's say you can go mainstream, but you have to make the songs that they tell you to make, or would you rather stay underground and grind and and make your own songs full creative control? Yeah, I feel like eventually you can make it your own way. Like, there's plenty of people that aren't technically, you know, I mean, mainstream, but they make, you know, they make, you know, I mean, like Tech Nine, who technically ain't, you know, I mean, mainstream. But you personally, like, would you would you rather stay in the or rather uh, be signed to a label? I mean, I think it's diff- It's weird because I think depending on which label you sign to, it's gonna be different. You know what I mean? You are right, and I feel like as long as you know um, your rights and and you look at the contracts and know what they're offering you, like people, a lot of people jump into the uh, music industry without even knowing what they're signing up for. Like people don't want to take the time to do the research of the business side. And you got to realize all these royalties, these digital streams, are they? Uh, are they selling them as, as actual copies or distributing in it? Is it is it uh, a lot of people don't know the, the fine print of all this? Yeah, that's very important because a lot of people in the music industry they'll, they'll try to manipulate who they can. Yeah, that's why you have like a lot of untalented artists that make it because you know they're they're just a face. They're easy to people are making a profit off of them, and then you have the other artists that are real good, but they're not signing to a label or nothing, so they're not making that much money. Because you know they're not willing to 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 be someone's puppet. Yeah. 
and like I said, you, it does depend on what, what, what label you get signed to. Because like I said, some of them won't treat you like a puppet. Some of them are going to help you, you know, get that platform. And they just want to see you grow. But other ones, you know, they could be sketchy and they could, you know, fuck you over. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I remember, feel like- I remember uh, whenever Joe Budden was on uh, Everyday Struggle. Yeah. Like how he would always be like, be careful who you're trying to, you know, watch out. You know what I mean? Like there's, you know, there's other companies like, you know, like whoever they might name or whatever, but you, know, you just got to watch your back. Yeah, you know, people can't jump in the first opportunity it's given, you know. Uh, a lot of times, there's going to be a lot of open doors, but you got to know what room you're entering. You know, you got to know what, what you're going to face, what's on the other side of that door, because a lot of times, you can open the door and it's just a brick wall, you know? Yeah. So, I feel like, this, that, this is my advice to all the listeners out there, whether you're trying to make it in music or know somebody, take the time to know what you're getting yourself into. Because, you know... You, you can't trust everybody and when there's when there's money involved if you if you really have talent and there's money involved and you can build a fan base people are gonna try to take a piece of the pie you know so you you either gotta go at it alone or go at it with someone you trust but if you don't trust somebody don't 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 be comfortable with having them that close to you like like me I always said if I had an accountant, like if I ever start making that much money to where I need to have someone handle my finances, it would have to be someone I would trust. Like I probably wouldn't even have hire a professional. It'd probably have to be like someone from my family that I, I know I could trust with my money, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, what else is on the agenda that you wanted to mention today? Um, I, think, uh, I was gonna talk about. Uh, I don't know if you saw it yet. Uh, Rich the Kid, um, his video for Plug Walk. Uh-uh, I have, I have not actually. What, what, what did you think about it? It was, it was, it was great. Um, it, ha- it has a reference. I don't know if you ever seen the show. It has a reference to uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. And then That's Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, uh, do you know that little uh, puppet, the alien dude that be smoking weed and driving, driving Lambos? Yeah. Little Mayo. Yeah, he appears in the video. Also. It's freaking hilarious. But and then the song just go. It's just catchy. You know what I mean? Short song, catchy, catchiness. You know that's what they're doing right now. But but the video is hilarious. I, I loved it. I was like, Ugh. but uh, later on you ha- you have to watch it later and we'll talk about it. Yeah, I, I definitely get a look. And I can give my opinion next podcast. Yeah. Um, did you see? Uh, I was I was looking through Twitter. And I saw I follow a lot of producers on Twitter, a lot of like beat makers, mm-hmm. and it's I had seen this one dude call out some other rapper because this rapper had you know he had taken a beat for free, he had you know edited around the tag. You know how a lot of a lot of producers put that watermark whether it's them you know like saying the beats like yeah or like you know MJ Nichols you know they're like they're saying their name whatever. Um, so they edited around that and they didn't buy the beat, they didn't contact you know MJ, they didn't. Uh-huh. Them with any credit, but at the end of the video, supposedly they get giving them credit, but it was like very low key. Like, um, I feel like what I wanted to say, you know, since we're just kind of free, uh, sharing a mind right now, I want to say that producers need a lot more recognition. You know, honestly, half of these artists would not have a fire ass song if it wasn't for these producers or these beat makers, you know, and they're not getting the credit they need to get because, yeah, they, they don't get paid. Like, so, what? they don't get paid most of the time and shit. And- 
Like, uh, yeah, if we if we want to keep having these dope beats, we gotta pay them so they can keep making them. Yeah, and also the thing is, like, I feel like I see what I, what I see with like um, a lot of up and coming artists is when they find a good beat maker, they'll try to like hide where they get their beats from because they don't want anyone else hopping on the beats. I'm like, nah, you know, share share the producer, let him get his money, you know, let, let other people, you know. Put some money in his pocket, and if you're good, you know it doesn't matter who else did the song because there's millions of other people buying the same beat anyway. Yeah. So like, that's why like me, like I, I don't, I'm comfortable like saying you know produced by uh, Nagra Beach, produced by Contrary Beats. I'm like, you know, I, I, I'll shout them out because you know if someone if someone finds that same beat that I made a song with and makes a better song, well, that, you know, that's that's all for them. You know, that's I'm glad they did what they did. You know, but me. It's uh, I'm I'm staying in my own lane, and I'm letting I'm I'm giving credit where credit is due, you know. And a lot of people don't don't have the type of respect for for the for the other artists out there, you know. Whether it's the beat maker, whether it's just another artist hopping on the same beat, or if it's just everyone everyone can eat, you know. I don't know why everyone's so competitive. Yeah. Because they want to give out the right credit to everybody. Yeah. So yeah, you know, so, um, rap made short. Make sure you give credit. To the people that deserve the credit, especially the producers out here, because they're really out here grinding. Um, shout out to the Kitchen Studio. That's my that's my mixing and mastering engineer, because um, he he makes my songs sound dope. So you always like I said, give credit where credit is due, because at the end of the day, these people that make beats, they're not just tools. They're not just like, oh, this is where I'm gonna get my fire beats. This is they're not just a website. These are people that are staying up late at night grinding to make this fire ass beat. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like we take that for granted sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yes, I agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. And then, anyways, we'll do some updates. Um, we're actually starting to experiment with beats. We got Eric, you know, working on on some beats. Here, that can be like uh, what two pre- two pretty uh, badass little melodies so far. We're gonna freestyle into those. Um, we've been playing around the music videos. Yeah, music videos coming out probably this weekend. We probably can work on one. Um, well, any updates on your on your mixtape, Liddy? Um, well, Money Power, I've gotten I've gotten most of it done. I wrote I wrote most of my uh, yeah I, I got my verse down like yeah. I got pretty hit and I was just started writing to it and I don't know if it's gonna match what we originally wanted but I just yeah mine's a little I, bit different too mine's different too. That's all good. Are we still gonna have Devin on this? 7 Eleven? Uh, yeah, we're gonna try to get his done tomorrow. Alright, and what other songs were you conjuring up? Um, I had one other one. That, uh, I just gotta find a beat for it. Eric said he would, uh, he would have probably a beat for this week. Ready. So hop on that. Um, I'm finna probably next week head to the studio. I'm gonna uh, record three different songs. One of them uh, is Memories of You. It's gonna be talking about my ex. I got Last Stop, which is me like, um, you know, that goes with the, the 72 Stations album. And then I got, um, what was the other one? Um, I forgot what the name of the other one was, but I got three new hits coming out. I'm also gonna uh, mix and master some of the old stuff. So I'm gonna be re-releasing some some old stuff I got in the vault. And 
What, what, do you have any topic for the next podcast that we come up with? Uh, not yet. Not yet. But I'll, I'll start looking. You know, you will give you a chance to, for the fans to call in. Uh, fans, you know, if you if you request. Yeah, I'm not too sure the process of that, but I'm pretty sure there's a button where you can you know, call in or leave some comments. Um, let us know which, if you want to hear us and talk about a specific artist or if y'all make music for us to check it out. You know, check us out, tazanidi.org, uh, Hugo Infinity on YouTube, SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, everywhere. You know, Hugo Infinity. Yeah, I have um, I have uh, my social media probably... Um, in the next two weeks yeah that's fine you know like it's a process we're documenting the journey let the fans grow with us let them see behind the scenes you know what's going on so we can look back um but yeah, but, uh, yeah, we, should, yeah we should have some progress uh, for uh, Friday we're doing our lock-in again on Friday so we should have some stuff done at least a song oh yeah uh, so, and, uh, also, you were saying that you're gonna release a snippet of uh, Money Power. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But we have to find a way to play it. Um, yeah. I gotta see. We'll play it in the background next time. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it on the next podcast. We'll probably, we might do one tomorrow at the lock-in. Yeah. We're not too sure yet. If not, probably got it Sunday or Monday. We'll figure something out. Yeah, definitely need to do Monday for a month. Um, music Monday. Yeah, we need to get Music Monday back on Monday. Cool. Yeah. We can do Thursday. All types of different days, but Monday. So we gotta do Monday. Uh, we got Music Monday back on Monday. Yes. Right now we're Definitely. still getting this whole podcast, you know. Hey, but we're now, we're now on Apple uh, Podcasts on Apple HomePod. So, yeah. um, anyone that has an Apple HomePod, all you gotta say is, uh, "Hey Siri, can you play the Thousand Podcast?" and We'll, we'll start hearing our voices. Yep. Well, we'll check. We'll check y'all out. Possibly tomorrow. All right. This has been another Music Monday, even though it's Thursday. Um, like I said, thousandmusic.org. Check out the music. Call in, comment, and um, just keep listening. Yeah, I want to know. What, also, I want to know like what artists y'all listening to that maybe aren't mainstream. We're just around wherever y'all listening to, you know, so we can check out, maybe talk about. Yeah, definitely drop those names or drop some of their songs. We're always up for new music um, and we'll give our honest opinion on it. So go ahead and do that. Well, we out. We out.